My guest today is Christelle Christel. Christelle is the Chief Testing Officer and Co-Founder of Testlio, a global QA testing platform with more than 10,000 freelance testers serving clients like Microsoft, American Express, CBS, and the NBA. Uh, prior to co-founding Testlio, Christelle studied software development and was a QA tester in London and Estonia, where she is from. Christelle, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Etienne. Thank you so much for having me today. It's great to have you here. So, <laughs> as, as I mentioned, so you, you study programming in, in Estonia. You also work in testing in Estonia and London before Tesla. So what attracted you initially to quality assurance testing? Well, the story with a lot of testers is that a lot of testers get into testing by accident because okay. it's not something that you get... Uh, taught in school and so what happened to me back in 2008 uh, when I graduated high school was that I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life and uh, eventually because of my sister's uh, influence I went to study IT and I went to study programming and during my second year in college I wanted to have a job uh, but I didn't have too much experience um, uh, with, uh, with programming so a lot of my college buddies were kind of telling me that hey, Crystal, like uh, testing is an easy thing to do. So why not start as a tester? And so I found myself um, in a company that developed different web applications for the biggest like travel companies in Estonia. I started testing the products. And then eventually my, my interest in testing grew and I, I moved on to a bigger company in Estonia where I stayed for another year um, until I graduated college in Estonia and that's where I realized that I want to build a career in uh, software testing. And I want to become the best at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about that. Like, so you, you, your goal, uh, you mentioned in a different interview, and, and I, I heard you, you, you talk about this. So your goal was to become the best tester that you could be. So yes, how, did, exactly. how did you go about improving and expanding your skill set in, in the early days of your career? So one of the... One of my mindsets since the beginning was to also, like, we only get better when we practice, right? So um, after I graduated uh, university in Estonia, I told my then boyfriend, now husband, and now also my co-founder, Marco, <laughs> that let's move away from Estonia and let's experience life in a different world. And my sister has always been like a huge inspiration for me because she was able to also build an international career for herself uh, coming from a little tiny town in Estonia. And so she kind of kept pushing me to be more in life and experience life more in different uh, countries and levels and so on. And so anyways, uh, my husband and I, um, we moved to San Francisco where we stayed for two weeks uh, okay. because we didn't like it. And then eventually we decided to move to London because we had both been there and it was eventually like it was um, quite close to Estonia as well. And so we thought that, oh, we can travel back home and meet our friends and family. That didn't happen, but more of that later. maybe. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, yeah, we went to uh, we went to live in London. And in London, I found a full-time job again. And I just I just I was just so passionate about software testing that I started looking for additional opportunities to improve my skills. And one way to do that was to obviously meet with other like experts and other like industry leaders. And then uh, I also knew that practice makes it perfect, right? So um, for example, I, 
I built up, uh, I built a website for myself. Uh, okay. And also I put an ad, like a paper ad on uh, like a co-working space in London. Okay. And I, it said like, I hunt for bugs in your software. And I actually got a customer, like a startup that was just, uh, that just got some funding. And uh, it was just a really exciting project to work on next to my full-time job because okay. I also got a full-time job in London. And then eventually um, that was the first time where I, like the geek economy kind of started taking off and uh, there were uh, a couple of platforms like software uh, platforms for software testers that connected uh, these testers globally with different companies that needed testing. And to me, it uh, like I fell in love with the idea of, um, of these testing platforms immediately because I saw such a huge opportunity uh, first of all, learning from a global network of other testers, uh, getting to test different projects, seeing what types of issues they report or like just seeing how they organize and structure their work. And um, yeah, I became quite active on different crowd testing platforms. Okay. Um, and yeah, eventually I was just super frustrated and I had to start Testlio. <laughs> <laughs> so you were, you were doing uh, software testing in your work. You were doing software testing as well as projects and consulting yes, on the side. Exactly. Uh, so because back then I had, uh, yeah, like it was just me and I didn't have any other commitments. Now I have kids, uh, you know, like life has changed quite a bit. But back then I was just like all in, how can I get, how can I become better? And now I believe that we have become better because because we have this global network of testers today at Testlio. Well, let, awesome. Let's talk about that. So like, like when, when was the, uh, the first time that you started thinking, well, so maybe there's an opportunity here, or maybe there's something that could be done better in terms of the, uh, these, these testing communities. Yeah, so the idea of Testlio um, was born out of my frustration, like very clear frustration because of the experience I had as a software tester in these different crowd testing platforms. Like, as I mentioned to you earlier, even, like at first, I just loved the idea that as a tester, I could sign up to this website. I get connected with these global companies. I can find bugs. Like, how awesome is that? But after a couple of months, I was just frustrated because I felt I wasn't valued. So first of all, the main kind of reason for me was that I... Uh, all of the testers were paid per issue, which meant that testers were not really incentivized to dig deep into the product and figure out like what the real issues are. Like everybody like had their low hanging fruits and they never had this like kind of motivation to stay on the product on like for longer and figure out like what the real frustration for the end customer was. And between the testers, because of the pay per bug model, the testers were not incentive, like they didn't want to work together. Like everybody, like it was a competition, but to me, quality is everybody's responsibility and the teams should be able to collaborate in order to deliver the best results. Um, and that's where I kind of felt that um, I have this problem. And when I started talking with my friends who were also testers, they confirmed with me that, yes, I felt the same way. I didn't feel valued. And I felt like this is just a competition and it's not healthy for, for the quality of the product or for the team. And that's where I went to uh, or I signed up to a hackathon. And a hackathon because 
and the reason why I knew about hackathons was because Estonia is uh, is like the the country of startups. Yes, and more and more. Had, I had participated in one hackathon or two hackathons back in uh, in, in Estonia, and to me it seemed like a great opportunity to just um, present my idea. Uh, and build a prototype uh, within a very short amount of time and and get feedback. So uh, just a very lean approach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so at this point, you you had a sense that creating a platform could make sense. So what convinced you and your your husband, your co-founder, uh, that there would be an opportunity there, that there would be an opportunity for a, another platform? Uh, what convinced us that there is a room for another platform? Yeah, well, we convinced you uh, like to, to take the plunge in, in, in this opportunity. Yeah, so um, so first of all, I, I was supposed to go to the hackathon alone because my husband was building another startup at the same time and he had okay. been in, like an entrepreneur for like the past 10 years. Uh, but then eventually he just saw so much, that, all of that passion that I had and he was like, okay, I'm going to join you. And so we signed up to this hackathon called Angel Hack. And Angel Hack uh, London had uh, like 300 people signed up, and and out of 64 ideas, we were selected as one of the winners. Okay. Um, and that kind of gave us the confidence that okay, we can pursue this further. And eventually, we won the global hackathon series um, in San Francisco and got $25,000 as an investment. And so that gave us the confidence that hey, we can like we should pursue this full time because we got so much positive feedback. Uh, first of all, from the, the testers that I was um, in contact with, uh, the, the testers that I had like built relationships with. Um, and also we started getting uh, interest from customers. So our first customer was actually a customer of our um, competitor, like one of okay. the biggest competitors. Okay. And uh, they loved the idea uh, of Testlio, which was to provide great quality testers um, and yeah that's all that mattered to them so what convinced them initially that uh, to make the move from a competitor to testio like what were, what were the elements that that convinced them that this was uh, the platform for them so they were if i remember correctly they had already ended uh, their relationship with this competitor but they were looking for they were looking to hire a full-time in-house QA to take care of the uh, take care of the testing of these products. It was a mobile agency, so they were uh, they were building apps for like BBC and Coca Cola. So it was like huge. Okay. And then we got introduced to them through a mentor that we met during the Angel Hack uh, finals. So as you start, together. yeah, exactly. Like as you are an entrepreneur, you need to connect with as much people as possible to get uh, things off the ground. Um, and then uh, basically, we we just pitched our idea of Testio because still the company saw the benefit of like, hey, I can use these burstable teams almost like before the release, I can get more testers to test my app on different locations, different devices. And it just creates so much more value for the companies that want to deliver excellent quality. So it just made sense for them instead of like hiring an internal QA and and yeah, just worrying about if they can get that full coverage and if they uh, can deliver all of their um, all of their um, products in time. Okay, okay. And so today we really work as we like partners uh, with the companies that we work with. Um, so we are partners for internal QA teams where we really 
offer this first of all kind of service uh, during the releases as well. So you can get a team of testers in different locations, different devices, uh, like, like speaking different languages uh, in the times that you need them the most. So the relationship is even closer than, in, than it was exactly. initially. Oh, that's great. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So, so you had a lot of momentum at that point. So you had, uh, you had won the, the competition. You yes. had your first customer. You had a little bit of money. Uh, so how did you guys make sure that you were building the right product or the right platform behind this? Like, how did you get to that, uh, that point where you, you were able to iterate and get to the right, uh, the, the right platform? For us, it was always about listening to the customer. And the customer for us was, first of all, uh, the tester, because they were the ones testing on the platform that we had built for the testers. And then uh, also on the other side, we had the customers, right? Like the customers had the needs, either they wanted to have faster releases or uh, faster release cycles, like they had their needs. So we just were listening to their needs and basically built Testio based on that. And um, like in the early days, we, we didn't have like this, like, crazy demand immediately where we had like a hundred companies signing up or anything, right? Like we had the opportunity to work with a small amount of customers and really listen to them and, and build the product based, based on their requirements and uh, based on their, on the, on these conditions. And then um, I also remember that uh, our business model changed quite a bit that during this first year of being in business. So First of all, we started with this um, project basis like service where okay. we had smaller startups like they had, I don't know, they wanted to test their app on like iPhone 10. Well, back then it was iPhone 4. <laughs> <laughs> One of the first iPhones. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to test their I, I, like, app on different iPhone 4s, on different um, uh, operating systems. And then, uh, but then we realized that we can't build like a sustainable business model. Like we have to be able to predict our revenue because we need to hire people based on that. And we can't just be so on, what's the word that I'm looking for? Unpredictable, right? Okay, okay. So more predictability. Yeah, so we wanted to build more predictability. And then uh, we met thanks to a t-shirt that one of um, <laughs> our friends was wearing in San Francisco. Okay. He landed an awesome customer. This customer had been like selling like two of his companies like had very successful exits and he was building another uh, company then and he just wanted to use Testio and he said that I want to build uh, I want to pay you a monthly subscription and th that's what I want to get for that monthly subscription and we built our business model around his needs because he okay. was so influential that we were like okay may, like we should listen to this guy and Eventually, this company like uh, was sold to Microsoft for 150 million okay. uh, within one and a half years, and uh, that's how we got uh, Microsoft as one of our customers. So and a, a pretty good case study. So yeah, like you just need to listen to your customers, and eventually, that's what you're gonna get. That's how you're gonna get. But it's interesting that I think it was Steve Jobs who used to say that uh, customers oftentimes don't know what they want, so. And I think at points it's true, but there is some truth. Uh, like you have to keep your ears open and, and still listen, listen to your customers, but, but, but be aiming to build something more 
than they expect. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sensing that from the story. There's a there's a lot of great serendipity or or, or probably luck that's kind of engineered at the center. Because you're mentioning there that there's a T-shirt that led you to. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, these are the stories that, like, you as a founder, you find these inexpensive ways to market uh, or to advertise your company. So uh, I just recently shared the story on my uh, Instagram as well. So I'm I've been sharing these stories for like a year now of uh, of building my company and I'm very active there. And Sarah Blakely was also one of the ones. Sarah Blakely is the founder of Spanx. It's a very okay. uh, it's a very big company and they, uh, they built, I hope you're not hearing my kid cry behind the oh, scenes, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. but uh, anyways, uh, Sarah Blakely built a billion dollar business and, and in the early years, she's constantly saying the story, how she, she wore the Spanx t-shirt for five years. So, because she thought that she has to just find more inexpensive ways to, to, uh, find customers for her product and if somebody is already interested in what this word spanks means on on her t-shirt then there will be more and more uh, of these people so creating the momentum yeah creating the momentum <laughs> and yeah uh, often like now the obviously the market has changed quite a bit i feel like there's more money available like back in the back in 2013 when we just started with Teslio, like no, nobody believed in us right uh, luckily we had angel we won angel hack we won uh uh, we also got into Techstars Accelerator Program, okay, which uh, which uh, was also very like impactful uh, for the future of Teslio. So that's where we met uh, the the future CEO of Teslio. So um, we've had uh, Steve Semmelsberger, um, our CEO with Teslio for the past three years, and Steve was one of the uh, one of the first investors. At Teslio, as well as uh, he was an advisor um, and helping us to find our first people in the US. And so it's it's a crazy story, but it's super awesome. And uh, yeah. Well, let's dig into this. Like, like so there, there's uh, <laughs> a few times that, that I heard in, in, in talks, talks that you were mentioning that initially the first couple of years were, were uh, very difficult. So you're dealing with rejection. There are people that are doubting the model. There is negative feedback. So having gone through the experience yourself, like how would you recommend that, that founders approach the first few years? How can they build uh, the same kind of resilience that you guys built? It all comes down to your support network. And for me, it's always been Marco, like we, we Marco, who is my co-founder. Um, and obviously now that we have a bigger team, like we can just rely on each other and, and get support from each other during these tougher times. And so we just lean on each other and, and ask for help and, and, and also get that help uh, when we need it. But, but going back to the early days, um, I, I so clearly remember that I never intended to become an entrepreneur. My goal was to become the best tester in the world. <laughs> but as I was just so passionate about the industry and seeing a huge problem that wasn't being solved, I just had to become an entrepreneur. And when we went to Techstars, I remember we met like 90 different mentors and advisors and some loved the idea and some hated the idea. And I, I cried myself to sleep during these days. And then Marco, who had been building a company, companies for the past 10 years and never had that type of success that we already were having with Testio, he was like, it's fine. Like, don't worry, we're doing great. Because we have like 
these companies that are already believing in us and these testers that are just so excited about the Testio concept, like, let's just keep going. And then that's what has pushed us through all these years. Um, and um, obviously, like after we raised uh, our seed round in 2015 and also Series A in 2016, uh, we kind of fell into this uh series a trap where you feel that pressure of like um like hiring a lot of people at the same time to just um to just meet the expectations of the investors like you want to grow as quickly as possible and you feel like you need to like otherwise like there's no other way to to build a company but uh but then we kind of uh, missed out with like actually looking into ourselves as founders like looked into what kind of people do we actually want to hire? What kind of values do we need to live by with this in this company? What's the mission? What's the vision? Like there were so many things that we didn't figure out in the early days that created a lot of um, like challenges, mm. uh, unexpected challenges that I don't think like uh, entrepreneurs that have done it multiple times will run into. Um, but it taught us a lot. And I think these tougher times like really taught us that like we can go through anything and we're always there for each other with Marco. And now it's a bigger team. We have a huge, uh, we have a big ELT team. Our entire company is 170 employees in more than 26 countries around the world. We're fully distributed. Yeah. So it's, it's quite wonderful that we are fully led by the, the values and the vision for the company, which is like, we really want to fuel more amazing more human uh, possibilities through network testing, which is the service and comp uh, product that we offer. That, that's great. So you, you're <laughs> men you're mentioning there that that like the the, uh, the the Series A trap is that kind of what you're you're referring to? The fact that uh, kind of lose your way in terms of what you're trying to achieve as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Is that kind of exactly. what you have in mind there? Yeah, like we were not like actually clear, like what kind of like what's the experience that we're going to offer for the testers, or what's the experience that we're uh, um, offering for the customers like we just had like the, the entire market is so huge so you at first you just need to kind of focus and uh, and yeah that's that's all that matters but yeah our investor was the one who was writing about the series a trap that a lot of companies fall into okay. Um, okay. like you're you just have these high expectations all of a sudden and you feel like you need to hire fast uh, in order to keep up with the growth and the expectations of the investors but eventually like uh, yeah you have to have some ground foundation uh in place if you want to build a great company that is mm. there for like decades and for us Forever. at testio today it's all about building the best testing company in the world and we're not gonna like stop until we've uh, we've achieved that oh, and seems, I, seems i've been in the company for nine years i founded the company nine years ago and I am still feeling like this is just the beginning. Like, uh, like within this past year, we, um, like we kind of, um, what's the word that I want to use? Um, we made it like very clear what types of like products we offer for our customers. Uh, there was a messaging that became very clear. So we, we came up with the concept of like, hey, we're like, we're constantly like battling, like, are we like a net, are we like crowdsource testing company? Are we outsourcing? Like what kind of service are we offering for the uh, customers? 
And then we realized that Testio has had so many different, uh, like the reasons why we started with Testio was because we had a lot of problems and we were fixing them. And now this is a concept called network testing. And this is a combination of, of different, like the best of the best from outsource testing, in-house testing, crowdsource testing. And so network testing is like an evolution of, uh, of the software testing industry. And this is where the entire market is, is, uh, is moving towards you. Or is being driven to. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you're, you're, well, if we talk about that, so I actually went back in time, looked at some of the previous version or the first versions of uh, Teslio. So what were some of the major milestones that help, uh, that, that help you drive towards that vision and where you're hoping to take the company uh, later on? Whew. Well, <laughs> that's a big question, but what I can say to you is that, like, what made us make these decisions, like, for me, it's always been about like creating a platform for the testers where they feel valued. And that's why the entire company started. And I, I've just wanted to become the best out there, like offering the best options, best solutions for the testers. And yeah, I, like, I don't know how to actually answer that question. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I mean, like, what are the, the key learnings, like things that you've learned along the way about uh, the ecosystem or the market or anything like that? that you went like, okay, so this means that we should probably do, be doing this. Because it, it seems like there's been a lot of different refinements, improvements, evolution from yeah. uh, mobile app testing or w the first versions of the, the product, the, the platform, all the way to uh, network testing and where you guys are going. Mm. Yeah, so the, I would, um, yeah, I think the best way for me to, explain it uh, the simplest ways through the the journeys that we have been with our customers like um, when we started out like we were serving a lot of smaller types of customers uh, and then eventually we started getting enterprise customers uh, being interested in Testio and that has given us uh, like focus on the types of customers that we we can serve and we can serve the best because we can't do everything at the same time. We have to be able to focus on certain areas. So we've become really big at serving B2B customers, media companies. Like I think we soon ha will have every media company on the planet. That's good. <laughs> but, uh, but it's really like finding that focus. And also I think um, like we were lucky that we were like we were able to hire people that had like some background in working with media customers. So that's where like the road of Tesla took us that, hey, we want to like serve a lot of like, or sorry, not serve, but um, um, solve a lot of their problems. Okay, so okay. I, I hope you get what I, what I mean. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really all about nailing like, just focusing, like focus, 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 and listening to your customer, especially like if you're in a market like software testing, where you have, you have automation uh, tools on the market, you have outsource testing companies on the market, you have in-house QA, like there's so many options and customers are, but for customers, all that matters is that they want to deliver amazing experiences for their customers, right? Like they want to make sure that their app works on every device, in any language, in every location. So how are we going to do that? And that's where Teslio comes in and helps 
these customers solve these issues like and we uh we work in collaboration with automated testing providers uh, automation tools uh we are integrating ourselves more into different uh project management tools um to give more insights into how customers can really deliver that excellent uh, quality so yeah so it's that focus that you're talking about yeah it is yeah. that focus so but you... we all had to start yeah from somewhere right like at first it was yeah like uh it at first it was really about um like we felt that we need to do everything at the same time we have to build automation tools we have to do uh, manual qa like where like we'd have to do functional testing or are we going to focus on regression testing only like there were so many questions that we had in mind but the end goal for the customer has always been to get like to get great um great quality right okay. and so we just had to listen to this feedback so you you had experienced the pains and and done a lot of the lot of work as a QA tester before starting Tesla. So what do you feel are the key advantages of having had those experiences before and as a founder? Um, I think it benefited me a lot uh, while building this company because I could really um, understand the mind of the tester. And for us, I think the the like building a great experience for the tester has helped us win on the long run because we want to take the best care of the the people the the network of testers that we have and we know that if we treat them uh the right way and we help them to collaborate then the best solutions will will uh will happen on the market and so i think that that's the that's the real benefit of me like being in this industry and like seeing the exact problems what were happening and just I could really talk to the customer and understand that like I get it like I understand like why you were frustrated using this different protesting platform but hey I've been a tester I've been in these shoes and that made me um like customers really trusted me I think as well because of the experience that I had as a tester mm. so initial trust okay but it's okay so could you have seen yourself uh, launching a business in a field that that you didn't you didn't know as well as testing like could you have launched another type of business um i i haven't thought about it this way to be honest uh, okay. like testing is my life and i think <laughs> testia will be my life's work um and so i haven't really thought about other kind of ideas but what i can say is that um, like thanks to testio we've been able to like i've been able to stand for women in technology women in testing and i think that's also like a big kind of focus uh, for me when while building testio and it's not just only testing related right no no that's great so, so was able to 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 use that as a platform to be able to 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 to, to impact change it's great uh so are there, um, uh, how would you advise a new entrepreneur to think about business opportunities? Like, would, what would she, should she uh, or he look for when they're, they're starting out? I think it's very important for any entrepreneur to, to build a network and, and have like friends around them uh that because entrepreneurship is tough it's challenging 
So it's important that you have the support and advice uh, from people. Like when we started with Teslio in the early days, we I immediately like reached out to the founder of PyDrive. Uh, PyDrive is another Estonian uh, success story. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And they sold to Vista Equity um, okay. Okay. two years ago. And I reached out to the founder of PyDrive when we went to Estonia after winning AngelHack and I just knew that in order for us to become better at what we do, we need to talk to other people. So building a network is, is crucial, I think, for, for the, uh, the success of uh, any company. So, yeah. Maybe as a follow-up question on that, like, do you feel that that's one of the big reasons why the Estonian uh, ecosystem is so successful in terms of uh, startups? Um. There are multiple reasons for that, but I, I think get... the main reason is definitely that Estonia is so tiny that we pretty much don't have a market here. So from day one, when we start out as entrepreneurs, we have to think big and we have to think global and we have to like go out of our comfort zone. We have to speak English uh, as our main language if we want to like succeed in the succeed in the world of. Uh, competition right so i think it comes from the fact that we are just uh, yeah like we have to think um, globally from day one and then obviously uh, estonian companies uh, or estonian startup uh, ecosystem is very um, close and a lot of companies support each other and today thanks to a lot of success stories test uh, like there are a lot of investors that now support each other and uh, and yeah, and we're glad that, uh, yeah, Teslio just raised, uh, like we announced our funding a couple of months ago. We raised uh, 12 million in funding okay. of Congrats. which uh, 20, more than a bit less than 25% went to our uh, employees that had okay. been with Teslio oh. for, um, for more than three years. So that's also a great thing for the ecosystem in, in general. And yeah. That's that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. It's good to see you use the, your your platform to help uh, diff different ventures. So maybe we can we can finish on that. So uh, where can people go to learn more about Teslio, your work, the, the the various initiatives you're involved in? Yeah. So first of all, uh, Teslio.com, okay. uh, where they can learn more about uh, what we do, how we do it. And then you can also contact me on social media channels like either LinkedIn or Instagram. And yeah, I'm always eager to help um, starting entrepreneurs because I've been there and, and I, just, I just really want to help and, and uh, help people make the world a better place. That's great. Thanks for taking the time. It's really appreciated. Thank you.